0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more. Game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply.
0: No one is is, is, is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi. All right, First and Pod, Danny Parkins, Andrew Filipponi, ahead of week four, after Thursday night football, Bengals get the win over the Dolphins. You know the drill. Every team, every game, subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend. Pony, I'm sure we'll talk a little about the football, but the story of the game, the week, and to this point, the season in the NFL is what happened to Tua and what the NFL and the Dolphins did or did not do for him. What do you believe the fallout from this is going to be? Let's start there.
2: Uh, I think the Dolphins' team doctors are going to get scapegoated. I think it's all going to be get, get put on them. I think there's enough information that's out there now. I saw Michael Smith or Michael David Smith from Pro Football Talk talking about how, in the end, these team doctors have to make subjective decisions about what neurological symptoms are. And so I think that's going to give the league uh, and the Players Association the ammunition they need to basically put it on those entities and those people and make them the bad guys in all this. I don't think the NFL, broader broader issues here about Thursday night football and stuff like that will not get answered by this. They'll play. They'll pay all that stuff lip service. They might come up with like a new rule or two to the concussion protocol, but in the end, the league won't actually answer for it. And I think that somebody who works for the Dolphins and has been part of their medical staff one of their team doctors, team doctors, is going to get fired over
0: this. Well, I don't know, man. I I feel like the NFL's like if a new rule comes out of it, that's significant because that would be admitting that something is wrong in the process. And the the concussion protocol, the part when I was reading it. If the team physician, in consultation with the sideline UNC, the unaffiliated neurologist consultant, determines the instability to be neurologically caused, the player is designated a no-go and may not return to play. The NFLPA has launched an investigation into what happened in the Bills game. And so an unaffiliated neurologist was somehow able to determine, allegedly, that him staggering on the field and falling was due to a back injury and not a head injury. And so all week long, he wasn't even in the concussion protocol. If they find out that that diagnosis was wrong from the Buffalo game and then he was playing off of a concussion for this one, I think that could lead to some changes in the protocol. And I'd like to know who the unaffiliated neurologist was from the Buffalo game, because we all saw it with our eyes.
2: Right. So then that person, so then that person's going to get fired.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. I I, I feel like what happened tonight was horrifying and scary television. And I thought Amazon did a terrible job with what without put, they didn't put it into context. Like the first thing was they kept showing the replay. It, It was a graphic injury. And at that point, We didn't know if he was dying on the field. Like, I don't need an instant replay there. Al Michaels talking about the fingers as if it was like potentially a finger injury without knowing about the the fencing reaction to a, a brain trauma is just a terrible job by the production truck. And then at halftime, I thought that Ryan Fitzpatrick was emotional as a former teammate of his, but no one at halftime mentioned what happened in the Bills game like they didn't put it into the context of this I don't think event. they
2: wanted to. I don't what? think they wanted to. I mean there's it's it's obvious you and I were watching NFL Network before we came on and did this. It's clear to me that the league either instructed or the people that are on the air are under the impression that if they go after the league for this, that they're going to get reprimanded. That's my I mean that there's no other explanation for me for for the for the way that it was covered at at halftime and then I didn't watch the Amazon post game, so I'm not going to speak to what. Apparently,
0: the Amazon post game was pretty good because Michael Smith went on there, and he has journalism credentials. Apparently, Michael Smith—you mentioned Michael David Smith from Pro Football Talk, but but Michael Smith, formerly of ESPN uh, and the Boston Globe—he apparently did a very good job on the Amazon post game. I'm with you. I went to NFL Network because I thought they were going to show post game in entirety. They showed two clips.
2: I heard Steve Smith, who has an opinion on everything, say everyone has an opinion on this and it doesn't count or matter. Yeah, that's yeah. because you're working for a channel that has the NFL shield in the bottom right-hand corner. Right. That's why no one – I thought whoever called out the – the and, and look, it sucks, but it's true. I mean, the whole reason why they're playing this game on Amazon, uh, they want this to be a raging success. So they don't want the whole theme of the show to be something that is about the whole – like integrity of playing games, sh- like on a short week, <laughs> they're not going to make like the they're they're airing a game that is on a Thursday, so they're not going to attack the issue of should there be Thursday games. That's just a non-starter. But like it's obvious a conflict of interest, or at least he looks hypocritical when Richard Sherman, who was like the most outspoken player in the league about Thursday games, is now taking Thursday night football money. But you know, but you know what else? I don't know if you saw this. They interviewed – they did a, one of those fun sit-downs with Tua in Fitzpatrick that was probably taped Wednesday. Like, those guys were playing the ukuleles together and busting each other's balls. And, like, I don't even think there was a discussion at all about what happened in the game on Sunday. It was like, la da you're 3-0. and You got benched for me a couple of years ago. Isn't life great now?
0: Yeah, Fitzpatrick mentioned the the piece that he did, and they did do it Wednesday night. He said he spent a couple hours with him with him yesterday. I did, I didn't, I didn't see the piece. Um,
2: but look, it, Danny, we all failed on this. I mean, not that like we we're entertainers more than anything else. We're not journalists, but you know, like talk show hosts and markets and national media, they can you know control a lot of the narrative and sometimes force uh, decisions to get made and stuff. Like we all kind of made fun of the fact that it was a back injury that he left the Sunday game and came back and played with and i think people kind of said this week hey he shouldn't be playing in Thursday's game but like i just a lot of it was hindsight where he got hurt and then everybody
0: came out and said look of he should and, and and i and i find that to be useless like like just like, like grandstanding by by media members and and i'm not saying that they're wrong but it's it doesn't help anything. Like if you said it on the front end, good for you. But I mean, Mike McDaniel's going to catch a ton of heat here. I don't think so. Oh, he's going to man. No, I think he gets a pass. You remember the clip that uh, you you know like Mike Tomlin keeping Ryan Clark? Yeah, at, at, you know what I mean, out of the yeah. game in Denver, like with
2: the stem cell stuff. Yeah, with the sickle cell. I mean, excuse sickle me, sickle cell. cell. He
0: he he. I think that Mike McDaniel's going to catch a, t- a ton of heat. And I don't think it's entirely fair.
2: No, I think they're gonna blame the doctors here. I don't think he's gonna get caught up in all this.
0: I think I think I think he I think he is, but I think that the I think that what they're gonna be able to, I think everyone's gonna point at each other. And a lot of people will say, hey, an NFL organization, it starts and stops with the head coach, and he's got to protect his player from himself. We all have eyes, we saw what it was, but he's gonna say, Hey man, to Never showed any symptoms in these meetings. On the, and, and by the way, none of us are doctors. He went to a hospital and they're releasing him and he's flying home tonight. Do, do we think that that's a bad idea? I saw that yeah. getting criticized on Twitter. Like everyone on Twitter all of a sudden is an MD. Like all I know is last week looked like a neurological issue and tonight was terrifying. And it feels like those two things, the second one being four days after the first one, means that Tua might have some serious problems going well, forward. I almost feel like
2: regardless of what, it, what advice the doctors give the Dolphins coaching staff in front office now, they're going to sit him in the next game. Oh, Don't my God, dude. I bet you he's out for weeks. Me too. Yeah, I think the optics would just be too bad of playing him like a week or two from now. Yeah. I think they're going to play it super safe with him, no ma- almost no matter what.
0: And, and, and I think they should, and – the, the heat on on this, because, because it was a standalone game, like, you know, J.J. Watt was talking about stop showing replays. I saw, like, Matthew Judon, he shouldn't be on the field. Trey Burton, he shouldn't be out there. There's just, like, players, like, past and present of varying degrees of prestige all weighing in, and not just with, like, prayers up for Tua, yeah. with, like, scathing commentaries of concussions, team doctors. And I saw some, some players going after the NFLPA for, like, not being strong or like, oh, we'll just do an investigation and that they should have, like, proactively said that he couldn't play in this game. So this is gonna, there's going to be a ton of fallout from it. The, the, my only, like, real football thing was I didn't think Cincy was all that impressive. Like, they they won. They won handily. I bet them it it was fine. But Burrow was not sharp. And I think if Tua doesn't get hurt, and some of those play calls with 19-yard field goals, like yeah, that, that that game, it did not feel like there was a 12-point differential between those two teams. If all things are equal, I
2: agree. I will say I was, you know, I covered a game where Ryan Shazier suffered a horrifying neck injury in that stadium. Yeah, and it cast a, a pall on the whole thing, on the whole proceedings. And then later in the game you know, the Bengals blew a lead and lost. And you would think the opposite would have happened where the Steelers were the demoralized team. And I'm only bringing that up because I do think the Bengals have, at least where I live in Pittsburgh, they have a reputation of being a team that still can't get out of its own way. And the fact that they won a game and were far from what their apex or what their peak is, I don't think that that's the worst thing in the world. Like, they are still clearly not passing the eye test. Coming out and putting points on the board early in a game against the Jets, you know, isn't the answer. But I, I I think it's given what happened in the game, I think the fact that you just got out of there with a win is enough.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, I, 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 I agree. I agree with you. Uh, and I don't even really feel like we should spend much time on the football portion of that game. Right. It, I agree with that. But it was just. Just because we say we're going to talk about every team in every game, just like from Cincy, they still aren't passing the eye test to me. But let's. Let's get to uh, let's get to the week four slate. We'll start with uh, the Sunday night game: Chiefs-Bucks. Anything about the the hurricane and the conditions? Do you believe that that's a storyline that's going to actually impact on-field results here?
2: Well, it affected the line because the Bucks are a favorite again. So now that they don't think the game is going to get played in Minnesota or New Orleans, the Bucks are be are back to being a favorite. You know, I, I want to see them win the game. I'm rooting for Tampa here. I'm going against, you know, your second team here in Kansas City. uh, Because, so Brady went and stayed with his white, with Giselle in Miami. Is that what had to happen here? Like, did, did you track that part of this? No, game?
0: I did not. You did not? No. So you're,
2: so you have no interest in that whole soap opera situation oh, with her? I
0: mean, listen, man, I click on the page six links. Like, you know, I'm. I'm a sucker for a scandal, just like anybody else. But, but like they've grown apart. They were staying in
2: the same house in Miami, but they're not sleeping in the same bed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, do, do you think that that's impacting Tom Brady on the field? It would seem reasonable, right? If you, if you have a problem in your marriage, it's going to impact your, your workplace. He said, I'm 45. I got a lot of shit going on, right? Like he's, yeah. He, he's a human being. Talking about a team that's not passing the eye test. Tampa's offensively.
2: Offense, offensively, yep.
0: Yeah, T- Tampa's offense, right? Is not their, their defense looks top three in the NFL, but their their offense is not passing the eye test.
2: But I almost feel like he needs to have a game that shows Giselle, like, fuck you, this is why I'm still playing football. <laughs> Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, if yeah. I was putting a lot of a lot of time and energy into this podcast or this job, and we weren't seeing any results, my, my wife might say to me, Why the frig are you still doing this? I think he needs to have a game like that.
0: You you think Tom Brady hasn't had enough results on the football field this year? (laughs) It's a a, what have you done for me lately? It's a why?
2: It's it's a you should have stayed retired thing. I understand that she did not want him to play this year. He has not played well this year. She's winning that argument. You disagree with that? (laughs) Do
0: you? But but but. Okay, that wouldn't be motivation for you. He he's getting his receivers won. back. He first of all, he doesn't need
2: more motivation. Second, that, of all, oh, he's always looking for more motivation, Danny. He's won the
0: argument, Pony. He's playing. He doesn't. It's care. an
2: ongoing argument. It's not over. Right now, she thinks she has the edge. You came back for this bullshit. Look at
0: you. you she doesn't score
2: more than twelve points at home against the friggin' Packers.
0: She does not. His, to, I think, to him, it was binary play or not play he's playing as far as long as he's playing he feel like he feels like he has won the argument the guy retired for like six hours he did like one soccer practice into a dance recital couldn't handle it and was like i'm going back to to two i
2: think he's i think he's going to have a huge game all eyes are going to be on him against kansas city
0: yeah this might shock you but i like the chiefs yeah okay (laughs) what else is new yeah Uh,
2: Bills and Ravens on Sunday. Uh, Which quarterback, which MVP do you like more right now? MVP candidate, Alan Jackson.
0: Thank you for clarifying. I thought you meant Rashad Bateman. Um, I think Lamar, what he is doing is more impressive. I think that I, I, Josh Allen, I trust more inherently Even after
2: he wept on Tua?
0: Yeah, but I think what Lamar is doing, considering the supporting cast, who is admittedly playing better than I thought they would, um, and obviously we've talked about Andrews, he's amazing. Four touchdowns in every game and doing it largely from the pocket for Lamar Jackson is incredible. Like If you take most valuable player at its literal value – he gives more value to that team than I think any player in the NFL has given to their team through three weeks of the season. So to answer your question, I I think the Bills are the better team and they're going to win the game. But Lamar has been the more valuable player and the more impressive player through three weeks.
2: Because I think I'm at a point now when I look at him and I look at them, I, I almost feel like He looks at because didn't Ed Reed make some comment like you've got to make business decisions now, like you've got to look at yourself as your own business? Did you see that? Yeah. So if you take if you take that advice for what it is, don't you think that there might be games where he picks his spots? Like if they're playing, he's
0: not. No, no, man. Nothing that he's done this year has suggested that. I mean, he had what six carries in that first game yet
2: because it's only it's only September.
0: Right, but normally the argument would be, like, don't run the ball in the games that don't matter as much. Right, right like, yeah, well, like
2: Atlanta, like they play the Falcons or something like that. Game yeah. late in the year where they've already got a playoff spot pretty much sewn up.
0: Or or early in the year where you're like, we're going to the playoffs and, like, I'm going to say, you know, Josh Allen runs more in the postseason, like that 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 type of thing, like in in the, in the biggest games. But I I think what's, ha- what, what's happening with Lamar is he keeps getting better. Yeah. Like we 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 get these guys and we typecast them and we do it in all sports. And we're like, you are what our first impression of you was. Well, that's what
2: happened with Allen. Allen's first impression was not good. He wasn't an accurate quarterback. He kind of looked like he was just a big oaf who could run the ball and throw it a long
0: way. Right. And but so I think I think maybe you get a second impression. And with Lamar, I mean, dude, he might throw for 40 touchdowns this year. Yeah. Look, if Lamar Jackson I,
2: throws I, for 40
0: touchdowns this year.
2: I love him in this game. I love him in this game. I, I think this is one of those situations where they're a home underdog. Like, he actually gets to go into a game where they're an underdog and people aren't picking them and they're not believing in them as much. And I also want to see what happens if Buffalo gets down in a game again. I think that there's some doubt is, is starting to creep in based on how they've played in close games the last two years?
0: I think that it's good for us. It's good for the league. It's good for there to be something to hang your hat on for a weakness for Buffalo because first couple of games, they looked like world beaters. And yeah, their record in one score games is bad. And if that starts to creep into their back of their mind, good. It's like when you, you know, in a boxing match, if the guy draws blood, he's, he's he is a man. He's not a machine. Like you, you can beat this team.
2: This is a Rocky Four reference that you just tried to slip in. Okay. Yeah, I
0: butchered it, but you understood them. I mean, <laughs> if as long as you got it, the point of language is to convey a thought. Commanders, Cowboys game's too high in the rundown, pony. It is Cooper, uh, Cooper Rush making you a believer in this Cowboys team.
2: Uh no, I think this is where the balloon pops. I think this is the moment where. You know, all that the,
0: defense. That defense stinks.
2: Exactly. Well, he's a backup quarterback. Like, is is there a defense that is any NFL defense one that's like uh so vulnerable or so bad that uh, uh, it's a given that a backup quarterback should be favored against an NFL defense with a half with a quarterback that outside of one game has played decently well. So far, I mean, this three year,
0: weeks ago, people would have said that Carson Wentz was going to get benched. Yeah. I'm just saying like this is yeah, w- this, this is a, yeah. this is a pretty good spot to keep it going. That's all. Like I'm not I don't I'm not a believer in Dallas, I'm not a believer in Cooper Rush. I told you this last week. Man, I'm I want Michael Gallup to come back. He's good. They like the the I'm a big actions over words guy in the NFL. It's a salary cap sport. Like money does the talking. They let Amari Cooper go and they paid that dude 60 million dollars when he was hurt so is he awesome because he sh- he had flashes but he had flashes like when the offense was really good and he was the third guy is he awesome I think he might be and th- so that's what gives me a little bit of hope for Dallas is that and by the way Ian Rappaport keeps talking about that Dak could play in the Rams game Cowboys is that Rams. next week yeah he's like that's in play which seems insane. So if all I have to do to believe in Dallas, if like believing in Dallas is they can make the wild card, then sure, I believe in Dallas because I think that Cooper Rush can beat Washington. And if Dak comes back next week, then like...
2: Yeah, but we didn't like the Cowboys before the season started with Dak.
3: Yeah, but the NFC sucks. Selling a little or a lot. Podcast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast. Drowning in status updates and lost in endless emails? Break free with ClickUp.com, the one app to replace them all. Imagine a world where your team collaborates effortlessly in one shared space. No more chaos, just ClickUp. Your projects, tasks, and communication unified at last. Transform how you work with customizable views, seamless integration, and real-time updates. ClickUp is your shortcut to more productive days and happier teams. Join the millions of productive teams already streamlining their workflow. Visit ClickUp.com to get started.
0: Dude, who's good? Philly's good. Green Bay's good. Who else is good? Rams. Okay, that's who I would have said third also. Okay. And You're then-
2: looking for more teams from me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Like uh, we assume Tampa will be okay, decently. Okay. Like that's four. There's three more spots. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but we knew we knew the NFC sucked before the season started.
0: And I mean, stolen, I guess two like, more Dallas. spots is someone. Oh no, no, Tampa would be NFC South. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it, things things wide open. Things wide open. What's the next game? Oh, Patriots Packers. Brian Hoyer, the biggest dog on the board. He covering this nine and a half. He keeping it close.
2: So I heard a stat today that Belichick has been an underdog of more than eight, uh, uh more than eight points, nineteen times in his career, and he's covered
0: fifteen of those games.
2: Wow do you buy Do you buy into shit like that?
0: I mean that's a, that's that, a lot of games. Yeah, that's a that's more than a season's worth of sample. It's like uh it's like the Andy Reid off the buy stat. It's like well, when he's fucking 18-3 and 1 against the spread out of a buy like I, yeah I kind of I kind of believe it. Um so that's that's impressive. Our guy Spencer says that Brian Hoyer hasn't won a start since 2016. I just I think the Packers are really really good. And I think that the Patriots even though they flashed some moments of offensive competence last week, which to me, said a little bit more about Baltimore than them. I still think they're real, real bad. And if Brian Hoyer was behind Mac Jones, I gotta assume they're gonna be even worse. So I, I'll, See, go I against, think, I, I'll go I against think, the trend.
2: I think this is a Rogers Jitters game.
0: Oh stop.
2: It is like Rogers. We've seen like in last year's playoffs and even the year before that, there is a there is a nervous energy. To Rodgers in certain moments that Peyton Manning would be prone to this at times like for whatever reason he just gets in his own head sometimes and I honestly think the reverence that he has for Belichick on the other sideline fucks with him in games like this I think he tries to be too perfect I think he tries to go out of his way to impress people and I think this is one of those games where everyone's all of the pressures on him He's supposed to have their, they have this huge quarterback advantage in this game. It's at Lambeau. Like I, I think he, I, I think he gets wrapped up in shit like this more than most star players do.
0: I think that is. I mean, he's clearly in his own head. Obviously, I'm with you on that. But at some point, talent wins, man. New England doesn't have much of it, and I just I was super impressed by Green Bay. I think I think what is happening to Green Bay is exactly what happened last year (laughs) they were awful week one and then they're going to go on a run like I think they're going to be seven eight nine and one like I I think I think they are going to just get better and better seven different guys with multiple catches in that game last week after looking like he had chemistry with no one to throw the ball to in week one that's a pretty remarkable improvement in just two weeks so I, I, I think the Packers roll um Viking Saints either of these teams, a dark horse in the NFC?
2: Uh, I can't can't come on here every week and flip-flop and go back and forth on Minnesota, so I'm going to stay off them and just admit that I was wrong. Not a lot of people – don't you think a lot of people in this business would be better off if they just said, I fucked up and I got a prediction wrong and just owned it right from the very beginning?
0: Well, you know who does that?
2: I do. Yeah, that's what I do.
0: Yeah, me too. People like my audience and my co workers my producers and, and Spiegel like co-hosts, they're always like, Man, you get a lot of things wrong. Parkins pick a death. You're such a mush. I'm like, yeah, because I actually, A, have opinions and B, I gamble. I get a, I get a lot of shit wrong. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you want to know who knows that I get things wrong? My bookie. Like, you know what I mean? Like we, we get things wrong and we
2: I am it. on an unreal heater right now, by the way. Probably one of the best in my entire life
0: for you share some winners
2: yeah no I'm afraid to do that now I feel like if I give you a proprietary bet it's gonna blow up once I uh publicize it well Well, are these are these winners documented
0: anywhere yeah they are
2: they they actually are and I probably now jinxed it by bringing it up with you on the show but no look this is a show
0: that we're doing
2: yeah I know yeah right thank you for reminding me of that uh well I'm just saying first and pod (laughs) <laughs> one st apres pod that's correct anyways um I, w- I just saw an nfl network I'd sit down with Jameis like he's going to play in this game i thought that they were they, they weren't practicing him and they were going to go with dalton which i think makes more sense i'm not the biggest andy dalton fan and he isn't spencer can probably look up a stat on him on how many games he's won in the
0: last five years it's not a good number but no, I mean he won I, he you know he won a couple last year for the Bears, but he was bad. Their
2: defenses look good. New Orleans defense has played well for three games. Dude, I thought their defense before the year was good. That's why I bet him at
0: plus 350 to win so the So just division. spread
2: the ball around and don't throw fucking five second half interceptions and they'll beat Minnesota in London on Sunday.
0: Yeah, I I uh, play Dalton.
2: And if he's got a fractured back, like if, if Jameis takes the same hit Tua did, okay and is down and doesn't get up don't we say the same shit about them they're yes. letting the guy play with a broken back
0: yeah I mean obviously the NFL doesn't care about backs as much as they pretend to care about concussions. well
2: educate people on backs your back
0: was all fucked up not still, fun yeah still is it's terrible there's nothing worse <laughs> than having a bad back it's I mean I'm sure there is but it's what you
2: still have a bad back now
0: yeah but, yeah I mean you know I bought five surgeries in high school and you know I still have scoliosis and you know it hurts, man. But I are I get you still out there and golf. are you
2: taking prescription pills and shit for it?
0: I would love to. I would love to, but it's all natural. This body that you see, yeah, Pony. Okay. I don't even drink coffee. You know that.
2: Oh, you just uh, smoke a ton of weed. To yeah, to that's right.
0: Hey, which that. is natural. Yeah.
2: All right. So, do you agree with me on this game or no?
0: Um, I think that the Saints' offense is broken, and I think that there is a higher ceiling. For Minnesota's offense, if they can figure it out, like which of these, like if if it is dark horse team, whose best is best, I think Minnesota's best can be better than this yeah. version of New Orleans's best because I think their offense can be a thirty point per game offense.
2: Danny, you love your your family big into stocks, playing yeah. markets. You've made references with terms and used words that are stock terms on the show that you've had to clarify and. To find sure. for me. Sure. Uh, buy, you're buying a stock for the next five years. Do you want the Bears or Giants who play on Sunday?
0: I want the Bears. And they're neither one's a very valuable stock.
2: Yeah, I know. You're buying low on both.
0: Yeah, we're not talking about Apple or NVIDIA here. Um, I think you want... Daniel Jones has no shot at being good. Justin Fields has a very small shot at being good. So I'll take the chance that in-house you've got the guy and the Giants are playing well enough in a year where they're going to have to move on from quarterback. Yeah. Where they're not going to have, they're not going to be bad enough to get the top guy. So that is a, disastrous scenario for getting it right. Like if they win seven or seven games this year, eight games, the top three quarterback prospects are going to be off the board. So they're going to either be forced to move a mountain to move up. And then that depletes your assets, or they're going to be forced to draft not a top flight prospect that has an even lower chance at a hit rate to find their guy. So I just think like, if you need to go get it. And by the way, the bears, you could say we're the same thing. Like the bears had to trade a first round pick to the giants to move up to 11, to get fields. Who was the fourth quarterback taken in that thing. Right. So like that, my argument could work against the bears also, but at least Fields still hasn't failed completely yet. It's trending that way, but he hasn't failed yet. So given that they still have hope in house, um, I mean their offensive coordinator today referred to Justin Fields as being like a rookie, which is crazy because that's something normally fans say, not coaches say for second year players. Holy cow. Yeah. So like they they think that they are way closer to the starting line than the finish line with him, and objectively they are. The guy's only got 12 NFL starts, 3 yeah. in this offense. So I'd buy bear stock, but neither one of them is very valuable. Quick
2: quick take on the Giants end of things. Yeah, uh, I am scared to death that Saquon Barkley continues to play like this and the Giants extend him. That he is should be. Yes, and I think that that's on the table right now. So that's the thing I'm worried about is that he continues to look like he has found his rookie form and the Giants say, he's the number two overall pick. Let's pay him. 12 million dollars a year and that ends up setting the organization back
0: yeah that would that would be foolish they should probably trade him right now
2: That's uh brocco's raiders do the raiders deserve to be favored in this game
0: it, honestly neither team deserves to be favored this that wasn't a, the question i i understand that it, this is this is this should be a pick them my is my answer to you like the Nathaniel Hackett's incompetent, and Josh McDaniels might be worse. <laughs> Is that possible? No, he's not. He's not worse. He's not worse in-game. He's not worse in-game. Nathaniel Hackett's the worst in-game that we've seen in – Correct. That's what I mean.
2: McDaniels isn't that bad of a game, All game Right, coach.
0: but But there's other parts to it. Hello? You're supposed to be scheming up the offense here. Can you throw yep. the ball to Devontae Adams? You traded a lot for him. Give the guy double-digit targets, please. Can you Can you put a tight end to protect – your, your statue of a quarterback. Can we put a little bit of help on the, to to keep this guy upright to give him some time? Can we scheme something creative in the running game, please? Like I, McDaniels has not been impressive with these offensive game plans, man. That's a bigger part of coaching. Like we focus on the in game stuff because we all like get high and play Madden, but you're supposed to over the course of the five days that you live in the office game planning for a specific opponent, you're supposed to exploit weaknesses. Haven't seen much of that from the Raiders. And the Broncos, I think their defense is pretty good. Like, the, their coach is an idiot, but I think their defense is pretty good. So I meant it when I said it. I don't think either team deserves to be favored. I think it should be a pick em. So if I had to pick this game, I would take the Broncos with points. But I have a rule. I'm not religious, but I it's against my religion to bet on Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> Seriously. So it's an oh, unbettable man. It's an unbettable game, but the Ra- the Raiders stink. the Ra- The Raiders are pathetic. We we way oversold the AFC West. Way oversold it.
2: Well, we were drinking the Chargers punch and getting drunk off of
0: that big time. Oh, and I but I think we were right on that.
2: They're just cursed.
0: Yeah, these are the two teams that we oversold.
2: Well, we didn't oversell Denver. We were telling people to
0: stay away from Denver.
2: You, no, don't you're, shoot you're, us. You're right, but you're, I'm saying... You're attacking the media in general. Don't come after us on that.
0: And, and just like the collective talents of the quarterbacks and the historic nature of the division, that stuff. But no, I I, I would like the Broncos in this game.
2: Uh, Cardinals and Panthers, Oklahoma, number one overall picks. Kyler, how much better is he than Baker Mayfield? Is there a wide divide between those two quarterbacks?
0: Yes. Yes. There is?
2: Yeah, man. What can Baker do that's special? One guy has a playoff win and the other guy doesn't.
0: Oh wow! Cool, great. We're we're measuring wins now as quarterback stats on this I podcast. I, that's the thing that's happening. I,
2: I knew you were going to get pissed off by that. That's why I brought it up. You hate uh, shit
0: like that. B- Baker Mayfield. What what does Baker Mayfield do that's special? What trait does he have that's special? Moxie. Oh, s- Moxie. Stop it. Moxie and quarterback wins, but in all in all
2: seriousness, though, I mean, I don't, I don't remember if it was like part of the general discourse of whatever you guys were talking about in Chicago. But when Mayfield went one, and Allen went w- where, like seventh or eighth, were you saying shit like, why are they drafting this pipsqueak, like bad attitude quarterback with the number one pick? No, no, okay, no. Were you? I didn't like Mayfield, but I also wasn't convinced that a guy from Wyoming was going to be right.
0: But I, but I always, I, like, like, I'm also admittedly, I'm not grinding a hundred hours of college film.
2: Well, then Malcolm Gladwell, at thin Slice the
0: motherfucker. You're allowed to do that. Fair enough. Fair I mean, enough. Right. That's what we do. What's your first impression of the guy? No, my, I, my, my first impression of Josh Allen was, holy shit. That's a ballsy pick, but clearly has all the traits. And Baker Mayfield was crazy productive. But the, the two-point conversion throw two weeks ago in week two for Kyler is a play that three or four guys in the NFL can make. Yep. And Baker Mayfield ain't one of them. So, like, Baker doesn't have a physical skill or trait that is near the level of what Kyler can do. And so I think that Kyler – I don't think that Kyler is a top eight quarterback in the NFL – but I think that he can on a given day be special. And I don't think Baker Mayfield can be. So
2: if you gave Andy Reid Baker Mayfield, would it look like the Alex Smith offense or would it be even worse than that?
0: I think it'd be a little worse than that. I don't think that he's like, I think Alex Smith is elite between the years. Like the ability to execute a game plan, snap, throw, keep the yeah, ball out of harmony. He won a way. division
2: with like a leg that needed to be amputated.
0: Right. Yeah, so no, I I I think Baker Mayfield is a you know a fringe NFL starter for another year or two. I don't I don't think he's starting in the NFL in three or four years. Seahawks and
2: Lions, do you trust Detroit to rebound at home against Seattle? Do you I mean, trust are there, them? Are there skill position guys playing? Swift probably is, not it's going to be Jamal Williams.
0: I think Swift matters, and what about Brown?
2: I think he's playing.
0: He matters a lot.
2: Like, yes, he does. He's a top 10 receiver right now.
0: Yeah. And I, and those two and guys he can get, name all the
2: guys that got picked out of him at wide receiver. And his dad gave him a crazy name. And there was a great HBO real sports on that. Did you watch that?
0: I did not watch that, but I, lo- I watch love, I love guys. Who, I love guys who can name everybody who was picked in front of him. Draymond can do one through 34. I love that shit. Um, what if I, we did that
2: with sports talk show hosts that were like making more money than
0: us? I pretty much do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i pretty much do <laughs> um it's not healthy, it's not healthy.
2: yeah uh, i'm learning that you're really about ba- your back is still fucked you hold the grudge you're yeah. jealous yeah you don't really sleep that much you're not a healthy person at all no are you <laughs> Uh, my neck is so screwed up right now, dude. I don't know what to do about it. I went to a chiropractor and it hasn't made a difference yet. I'm very worried. Yeah,
0: no, come on. It it doesn't bother you when people you know suck, have awesome jobs and make three to ten x what you make.
2: That's why I drink.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: So you don't trust Detroit to rebound because I don't either.
0: I I I think I, here's what I will say. I like the over. I think that I think that both of these teams' defenses are not good enough yet. I think that the Lions have some pieces and will be a good defense, mm-hmm. but I think this is I think this is a high-scoring game. And if the Lions' skill position guys played, I'd pick them. Uh, but I'd rather just take over forty-eight and not have to pick a winner in this game. So you're you're just. You are you on Seattle? You said you don't yeah. trust Yeah, I don't Seattle. trust the show. Jets Steelers, I asked Boomer Osiason on the show this week if Zach Wilson was an upgrade over Joe Flacco. He said, Yeah, probably because he's mobile. The point spread doesn't necessarily agree. Uh you trust Man, You guys Wilson? are
2: covering all the bases with Boomer in Chicago where you're asking him Zach Wilson
0: questions. Can I Tip tell you the
2: cap to you, my friend?
0: It was the last question, and I said this question is brought to you by should I bet Steelers minus three? Um, so yeah. What do you say to that? He uh he said he'd find value elsewhere because mm-hmm. Zach Wilson was a wild card and whatever. But um do you believe that Zach Wilson saved the Jets?
2: No, I wanna believe in a guy that had the balls to have sex with his hot mom, hot hot friend. Right, his hot mom's hot friend. And that it ruined what,
0: that is what the internet believes. Yeah. And it
2: ruined her marriage. And Zach Wilson's ex-girlfriend was the one God. Who you reported. are like
0: the TMZ of sports.
2: This is a great story. You're missing out,
0: man. Giselle's not sleeping in her marital bed. You don't
2: think this is a huge story?
4: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camry's, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
2: I think that your mom's is- best friend, dude. And they're Mormon, I think, right? He went to BYU, which really brings a whole new level to it.
0: <laughs> he did go to BYU. I have no yeah. idea if he's Mormon. And I they're see- called the Cougars. I mean, you couldn't make this up. Yeah, you know, the that, incredible puppies. That part was great. Yeah. <laughs> that that part was great. Uh, wow, Spencer no. has all of the details. He says Zach Wilson's ex now dates his best friend from BYU. Are these guys gunning for a reality this show?
2: This is a Netflix show.
0: Yeah. Does let's my get, wife binge watch Zach Wilson? Let's get Nick a real Lachey on this
2: case. Yeah. Um, no, so I want to like the guy, but I don't see it. I think, he's t- I think he's too small. I think he's too soft. I don't think the Jets offensive line. He's got a big arm, enough. though. No, he does. Uh, so like
0: that—that's what—that's what—that's make, what makes me like completely not write him off. Like, well, that's why I, he
2: was the number two pick because of that arm. But,
0: but when I, so, but that—that that, I I get it. Like, it, it's the it's, the, it's the, the the Josh Allen thing. It's like when you see that guy throw a football, you're like, that little guy can do that. Okay, yeah. I'm interested.
2: Yeah, but so I think he's more just,
0: interested in watching him than Flacco.
2: 100. percent I think he wowed everybody in the pro day. I don't put a lot of stock in that. But yeah. uh, no, I don't think he's gonna First three year's 10, gonna win? ten. No. They're not.
0: That's not good.
2: Yeah, it is, because maybe that means Pickett will play sooner rather than later. It wouldn't be the end of the world. Uh, Chargers, Texans. Are the Chargers on upset alert again, Danny? Are we going to lose to two AFC South teams in back-to-back weeks, Jags and Texans? I mean,
0: the whole thing is just graded on an asterisk or with a curve. Like, J.C. Jackson, Joey Bosa. Corey Lindsley, Rashawn Slater, Keenan Allen,
2: but he'll be back. I think. I, know. I think Allen's going to play.
0: Okay, great. That's a center, a left tackle, a receiver, a corner, and a pass rusher. Yeah, and, I don't care. You still got go to go to Houston. And the quarterback has a rib injury.
2: I don't care if he b- broke every rib. You got to go to Houston and win.
0: I know. I I agree with you. I, the, and I think that they will. And I think that Herbert is a tough son of a bitch. And is gonna is gonna play well. Like I, th- I think that he is so good and such a talent that I think he is going to play well. And I like, and I think that Eckler has a monster game. I, I, th- I think they win by double digits. But we we're talking about being screwed just by like our investment in the Chargers. They arguably have the most talented roster in the whole league. And if you were to rank them one through fifty-two, like Herbert being one, obviously, but he's also hurt. Like. Six of their top eight or nine players have suffered serious injuries and it's week four. It's fucking nuts.
2: These teams are so desperate to win. I really think if these teams were looking at the bigger picture with Tua, with Herbert, and even to a lesser extent, Jameis, these guys wouldn't be playing. You'd think you'd want to protect your greatest investment, your quarterback. But these teams want to win so bad, they're just throwing these guys out there with horrible injuries. Well, they said it's well, nuts, man.
0: Well, they they said that the Herbert thing is just going to linger. That it's just like, oh, it's going to be here. Well, so you can't you can't sit him for six weeks if it's just a pain tolerance issue. So, I mean, I don't know if he's going to wear like that extra padding around his. Well, Can it get worse? I don't, I don't, dude. That's what I'm talking about when we were talking about the thing earlier with Tua. Uh, and you mentioned it with Jameis. Like, we're not doctors. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea <laughs> if it could get worse. And you don't either. But we all just pretend like we know. I will agree that like, he should not have been playing when they were down four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. That's ridiculous. But, like, can he make this injury worse? I don't I don't know. And no one you, – you don't either. Titans, uh,
2: Colts. Are you back on the
0: Colts bandwagon? I think people are getting like a little ahead of themselves with Jacksonville. And I love Trevor Lawrence. So, I still think the Colts are the best roster in that division. So, but everyone just keeps betting the Jaguars. They're they 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 jumped the Titans for AFC South odds and they're now lower. I told than
2: two. you that would happen.
0: Yeah, and now they're lower than 2 to 1. I think they're like, plus 190 to 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 win it. So I I still think the Colts Are the best team and I think they're going to figure out I mean Taylor's fourth in the NFL in rushing but he hasn't been that impressive like I I think that they're going to get him going and Ryan's going to get more and more comfortable there and obviously they were also decimated by injuries early and are getting guys back so like I I the Colts are better than the Titans I know that and I think that the Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence is going to be a top 10 quarterback in this league before too long but I think people are kind of just conflating it all Uh and putting I think, him there before he's there yet.
2: I think the Colts are just due for a good game. Yeah. Like, I remember when Peyton Manning first got to uh, Denver. Remember, like, it it took him, I think they were, like, down three touchdowns in, like, the fourth game he was there. It might have been against, like, the Chargers. And, it like, at halftime of that game, it looked like he was done. And then he, like, something clicked in the second half. They won the game, and then from – From then on out, he threw like forty something touchdown passes. I'm not predicting that Matt Ryan is, you know, Peyton Manning in two thousand and fourteen or whatever. But at the same time, I also think that he's not as bad as the quarterback we've seen for three weeks. And you you have to give a guy time that spent the amount of time he did in another organization. So I think they'll blow out the Titans, but you and me think the Titans suck and pick against them pretty much every week on this show.
0: Yeah, confirmation bias. Um, you you have been I've been putting the rundown together on Sundays, and you've been doing it on on Thursdays. I like this rhythm that we're falling into. Yes. Um, why is Jaguars Eagles here? What are you doing to me? What's happening?
2: Because this is another way for us to blast the shitty job that CBS is doing. How is this Sparrow Ditas? No. Yes. No. This is only going. I looked at 506 today. This is only going to Jacksonville and Philadelphia. Nobody's getting the game outside of those two markets. They're sending like their last broadcast team to do this game. They are treating this game like it's the worst game of the fucking week, man.
0: And is it the, the, is it
2: because? I, 100%. It's a one o'clock below everything game.
0: Oh, so be, be, because they've got the national. So because they have the Packers game, because they have the three twenty five, the four twenty five Eastern game. So they don't have like widespread distribution in the one o'clock Eastern slot.
2: No, but like, I'm what, saying outside of like, so you have ba- Buffalo and Baltimore, right? So so right.
0: So they chose. So they chose Buffalo, Baltimore for the widespread one o'clock game, and then they have Packers at three twenty five, where they're sending. Nance, Nance and and Romo. Romo. So
2: Nance and Romo are doing a game that, if we did the rankings, the last two weeks would have been like the seventh or eighth game on the board, maybe worse than that. And, and yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't get it.
0: Well, be, yeah, you do. Like more, there are more Packers fans, and well, no, 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 no. Okay, and so there are that, more Patriots fans. Right. So
2: that, so, so, so this week I get because that's a four twenty five game. Last week, when the Colts and Chiefs played at the same time as the Bills and Dolphins, it made no sense to not send Nance and Romo to the Bills and Dolphins game.
0: I I agree. I mean, Chiefs like a slightly bigger brand because of like the Mahomes thing. But yeah, you're you're no. Last week was egregious. You're right. I had no idea this was a spiro Adidas game. That's <laughs> that's that is because it's still it shouldn't even be that right. It should be their. If and Eagle should have the. The bills bills game and then why why isn't this a harlan game where's my guy kevin going
2: he's at raiders broncos at 425 and like nobody's getting that game
0: oh that's criminal yep harlan needs to be on this game
2: do Are you re- think that do you think that this kind of tv stuff do you think that this is only shit that people like you and me care about or do you think the vast majority of football fans actually care about this stuff
0: Not the vast majority.
2: Okay, that's why I put this down near the bottom then.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, there's a football point or two that are interesting about this game. We don't have to make the same mistake that CBS made. Okay, so
2: what's the football point that you want to make about it?
0: We have seen Trevor Lawrence the last two weeks look great, but the Eagles have made every team they've played play below their offensive expectation. Yeah. This is the game. Like what Kirk Cousins couldn't get the ball to Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen. Right. The Cowboys couldn't do anything. What, what, what can Trevor Lawrence do against the team that arguably has been the most impressive team in the NFL. Yeah. Through, through three weeks. It's an awesome measuring stick game for where he is, because people like, again, I love Trevor Lawrence, but Washington's defense is atrocious. So like saying like he's taken the leap and he's turned a corner and, and all of that stuff. When it's a decimated chargers team with nobody in the building and a Washington team that stinks defensively, this is different. This, this is a re if, if he, is even competitive in this game, right? If they lose by three and he has 280 yards and a couple of touchdowns, Trevor Lawrence is here. Like it is, we have, he is here and it is established. So I am fascinated to see, even if if they lose, how does he look against a team that has made everyone they've played look uncomfortable?
2: Well, I think Doug Peterson will attack this game the same way Pete Carroll did that game against Russ. I think he hates the way things ended there. I think he felt like he got railroaded by the GM and the owner turned his back on him. And you know, he was he did their dirty work at the end of that season, kind of throwing that week 17 game, and then they still fired him. I think he wants to go in there and 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 win by a hundred. So, you know, that's the like I think he has Good a luck. visceral dislike for that organization. So that's another juicy subplot. Uh, the only thing I could come up with for Browns and Falcons was for us to check in on your Nick Chubb future. Do you feel good about him leading the NFL and rushing?
0: Yeah, it's going exactly how I thought it was going to.
2: I know. And I don't I feel like not enough people when you're close to getting something in like something big right, I feel like people usually with you try to fluff that off or like push that yeah. under the rug. And I don't want to be guilty of that as long as I'm doing the show with you. I,
0: I did a bet Rivers video on it before the season. Yeah, And I said it in our AFC pod. Right. 11 to one. He's, so I'm try- he's leading yeah. the NFL in Russia.
2: Yeah. So I'm trying to show you some love and just. I
0: appreciate it. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, I'm not going to spike the ball yet, but it was a good bet. And what, what's crazy is it's Saquon behind him. Followed by Cordero Patterson. And then the guy, and then Jonathan Taylor and Christian McCaffrey. So, you know, These are blue-chip guys that are right there, and it's obviously early. Um, They didn't trade Kareem Hunt, which was a little bit of where I thought there was some value. But he's so clearly better. I mean, Kareem Hunt is a good football player, obviously. But Chubb, the guy squats like a million pounds. I've never seen him fall on his back. He is unbelievably powerful. Like that game last week... where they were down inside the two yard line and they gave it the yeah. hunt and then they gave it the hunt and then they brought in Chubb on fourth down. I was like, oh yeah, there he is. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's awesome. So it's, it's going exactly how I planned. And I am looking forward to winning a few thousand dollars.
2: Uh, I'll just say this very briefly about Atlanta is that I think when they get Ridley back from, you know, putting parlays together, uh, and they have London and they have Pitts. Like, if I'm a rookie quarterback, I would not, if I'm, like, going through the process of where I'm going to end up, like a Stroud or a Richardson or one of those guys, plus it's a, it's a cool city, that's not a bad, like, next year destination for a rookie quarterback. No, it's a those, great one. Yeah.
0: it's a, I mean, and a dome. Yep. And Brady's going to retire. Yeah,
2: that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Carolina's in a state of upheaval.
0: Yeah. No, it's I I completely agree. Um, Yeah, London looks awesome. Um, And Pitts is crazy talented. Yeah, I agree. I I agree completely. Um, All right, good stuff. First in pod, subscribe, rate, review. Mike McDaniel said, when asked about Sunday's injury, quote, I have absolutely zero patience for, or would I ever put a player in harm's way? That's not what I'm about at all. Yeah, he's not going to catch any flack. We'll see. We'll see. I think everyone's going to catch some heat uh, for this. But all right, Pony, I'll talk to you uh, Sunday night after Chiefs and Bucks. Sounds good, dude. All right. Thanks to Spencer Ray, our producer. Talk to you guys on Sunday. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company.